Welcome, Welcome to, arcade to Arcade Attack. Player one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Uh, welcome to Arcade Attack. Um, I'm Rob, a uh, relative newcomer to the show, but um, I'm here with... Keith, as usual. <laughs> Dylan, as also usual. Uh, and Adrian, you haven't got rid of me. <laughs> and uh, we've kind of established so far in these that I'm maybe not as experienced as uh, the three of you in terms of kind of general retro games and stuff. But uh, one area I am, I think, relatively well experienced is bars. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. The drinking podcast. Rob <laughs> loves a bar. And so today we're going to talk about uh, something that's relatively new: uh, basic gaming theme bars, retro gaming theme bars, to be more mm-hmm. exact. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, would you want to drink somewhere where you're also playing games? Is it kind of conducive to all that? In principle, it sounds like a, a match made in heaven, it doesn't does. it? It basically sounds like what you'd imagine life would be like when you were 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to these places and there's kind of fast food there. And there's actually girls there as well. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and with alcohol, you know, what else, how, you know, what else could you want? Alcohol. <laughs> So, uh, Adrian, Dylan, and I went to a place, uh, we're going to give it a plug, or not, depending on what we say about them, but, uh, place... It's a plug, it's a yeah, plug. Went yeah, went to a place uh, in Peckham called Four Quarters. Oh, yeah. um, a lot of our listeners will know Four Quarters, of course, because it is talked quite a lot in our little circles. Circles, yeah. I do like to share their events and such. Or their, well, Four Quarters, more, yeah, it would be a circle, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those of you like Keith who haven't been there, yeah, you guys have to sell it to me. Basically, or it's or warm me off. That's what this lot, podcast is just selling it to Keith. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than I thought it'd be. It's actually kind of three floors. You go in there, and the ground floor it's all arcade games, pretty much. Like on the left, on the right, they have a bar at the back, and they serve food. Then downstairs, where we didn't go, there's a <laughs> cocktail bar with no games. Then upstairs, where we also didn't go because there was a <laughs> private party, there's uh, apparently consoles there you can sit down and play. 
Yeah, because someone, yeah, had to book it out for a private party. Yeah, they, sure. wouldn't, they wouldn't let us in. On a Saturday so, night. We're okay. like, I oh, know, we're like, we're, we're arcade attack. Let us in. Do you, do you remember, you, asked, you know who we are. You asked <laughs> the bar lady, I think, oh, is upstairs booked? And they, they said yes. I didn't believe her, so I asked the manager and said, yes, it's booked. So I actually <laughs> asked two people. <laughs> you should have done that wet. When you and get really that, big. the waitress spat your drinks all <laughs> yeah. when the When the podcast gets really big, you can flash it like in Wayne's World. backstage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. But uh, anyway, like I quite enjoyed it. Kind of, it's got a really nice layout. There's a DJ booth in the ground floor as well. They're playing like neo electro type music. Okay. They're VHS, like oh, old VHS stuff cassettes. as well. They were making in, mixing in some eighties stuff, and it was good. It was good. Mm. I liked it. Yeah. What did you two think? What did I think of the four quarters? Where should we start? Where should we start? How about I game was... selection? Game selection. Yeah. What? Tell us what arcade games they've got. Well, you know, one of my favourite arcade racer games is. Daytona. Yeah, what was its sequel sort of? Sega Rally. Yeah. <laughs> Four quarters has Sega's Rally. Nice. It's a standing up one. Uh, uh, still Sega Rally. Still Sega Rally. Still like Sega Rally. So it was quite off-putting because when, when I was playing it, um, the lady was actually collecting the quarters from it at the same time. What's a bit she didn't. Yeah, she didn't wait for me to stop. And I was like, um, okay, I'm just going to keep driving. Just keep driving. <laughs> keep looking forward. She's like between your legs while you're trying to Just like right by my left knee. I think right. her hand is in like your pocket trying to steal quarters, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically the beginning of American Guards. <laughs> if any of you have seen or read that. <laughs> so, Sega Rally was one. Okay. So I've got good. to play on that. That's good. Obviously, very, a very popular shooty one. Time Crisis 2 Ooh. was there. Single cabinet. Couldn't get player. on it. Couldn't get on it because it was two player, but nice. the left cabinet wasn't working. Yeah. Much like the one. The one and a half gaming. Yeah, like the one and a half gaming we played the other day. Yeah. Maybe it's just. Common defective. affliction. Yeah, common Time affliction. Crisis 2. Yeah. Left cabinet, no good. So I like, obviously, those two big, big favourites of yeah. mine. Um, point blank, couldn't get on that either because obviously <laughs> everyone was on that because it's a great game. Uh, what else was there? Golden Axe was there. Golden Axe. Oh, yeah. There was like a like a Neo Geo one with a, about six Neo Geo Ooh, games on. Which ones? You know? All the beat em ups, basically. Yeah. Bit of Fatal Fury. Oh, and uh, Metal Similar Slug. Showdown. Metal Slug! Yeah. Metal Slug was on it. Uh, but, yeah, sorry. But really odd, the, the player one is not working. So the only way I could get on it was to put in a couple of quarters, trigger the the second player and then try and kill the first player because the, yeah uh, I know man um, they need to get that fixed. T2 Judgment Day Ooh, the, like oh that. T2 the arcade machine yeah, yeah. The, that wasn't working though it wasn't think. working oh man I'm get my hopes up and then they're going yeah, so. that, that's actually one minor gripe I have with it it's like not all of the games machines are really because they also have my favourite arcade game of all time oh let me guess uh, is it The Simpsons yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's The Simpsons arcade game and um I'd actually been playing it pretty recently for something I'll get onto a bit later. But um, yeah, there's ba- it's basically one of those old style cabinets where there's four different control pads. But they're all like matched together, so you have to like yep. very close. One of them bet, yeah, but one of them barely doesn't work. So if you kind of pick the wrong character, yeah. you're kind of out of luck. You can still do three players, though, can you? I think we managed that at one point. Yeah. yeah, but it's still a great game. Like Brilliant. that's the thing. A lot of those games kind of do hold up. Mm-hmm. They need a on-site technician because obviously Heart of Gaming has Mark Starkey, who's one of the old-school mm. arcade fixer guys. Like you know, he he knows those machines. 
he gets in like the other day he thankfully fixed yeah and it's his place i doubt the people that work in four quarters on a daily basis yeah Yeah, they don't know what the hell to do with the arcade machine so they need to get like they need to hire someone who can actually fix these machines because you don't be known as a place for broken machines you can't push the fact that they come and play these arcade games and, and all bottle line half of them don't work. Yeah. yeah. You know, couldn't and you you know, because half of them don't work, <laughs> if the place is busy, you can't get on the really popular ones. Mm. So that, that was a bit of a shame. A couple more I think you forgot is there's a Tetris machine. Oh, yeah. Tetris arcade. Yeah, that's it, Tetris. Okay. And I think they do have Street Fighter Two as well. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the original? I think it was the Championship Edition. Champion possibly. Edition. Uh, yeah. They also had a few pinball machines in there as well, near the front. Oh, oh cool. no, yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> pinball. Yeah. That might be about it, I think. And obviously upstairs, I think there's, I've heard uh, from a friend of mine at work that there's... The Legends Tell. The Legend Tells. There's the N64s out and lots of GoldenEye going on and stuff and different consoles. It's a shame we didn't really get to check it out. Mm. So, like, I haven't been to Heart of Gaming. Like, how do the two compare? Oh, good question. Good question. Unfortunately, Heart of Gaming is lacking bar facilities at the moment. I think they're going to get in a drinks machine and other things to kind of keep you BYOB. refreshed. BYOB. BYOB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's happening now is, two. I think two weeks in a row, people have poured their, like, accidentally poured their drinks in a couple of the machines. The Sega, the Sega Super... What's it called? Sega Sonic Super... The, the rollerball thing. The roller nice. Ball. It's called that, that. And Killer Someone. Instinct, wasn't it? And Killer Instinct. Oh. Both of those got written off because people are stupid enough to leave their drink on the... Whenever I go there, I leave my drink on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> like any sensible human, <laughs> leave it on yeah. the floor. Mm. So hard gaming is... Okay, facilities-wise... Uh, and also you have to use the, the lose and the wig give centre. So at the moment, it's it's kind of its, its own... It's just a gaming bit. So yeah. whereas... The four quarters is a bar, it's got your facilities, it's, you can get food in there, can't you? So, but I think Heart of Gaming could actually sort of hopefully get up to that level. They're, mm. still, they're still obviously trying to establish it. I don't know about Heart of Gaming, it's kind of situated, because I haven't been there, but I understand it's at the exact same place in Croydon where um, the old big arcade game, arcade like kind of used to be at the top of Alders. Like, no, no, it's on the first floor of Alders. Okay. Um, the Sega World Arcade was in Debenhams. And yeah, there was, a, there was one. Thinking, there yeah. was one in Alders. Oh, was there one in Alders as well? But it was okay. right at the top of this. Right, oh, right at the top. Yeah. So, so it's just on the first floor in the gift. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of immediately going to be disadvantaged by position. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, uh, you know, it was a good space for him. To get, it's a big space. Heart of Gaming is a big space, but it. Yeah, it. The, I like Heart Gaming. It's the, difficult as well because that is only temporary. Yeah, because of this because the, West, Westfield, the Westfield development was going to take over all that land. I mean, for people that aren't local, this is going to mean nothing. Mm. But it, they're taking over that whole area in mm. the next 18 months. Yeah. So where Mark moves this to from... Well, now, hopefully, the thing know. is, right, we need to get people into Heart Gaming mm. so that he can show the Westfield guys that you better you, know, you better save a space, space for me. For yeah, you better yeah. save a space because people... I mean, and that must be huge in. because people don't come from all over London to go to the Wickish Centre. No. But they possibly, or Box Park, no or, matter what. No, but they possibly will for Westfield. For so point, yeah. they can yeah. shop at Westfield, game a Heart of Gaming, yes. go home, happy days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting because like, 
It used to be, because I remember a couple of years ago, I used to live in Brighton and Dylan came down like a couple yeah, of times. Couple of retro things. And there are kind of, there are pubs in Brighton that have retro game nights or they just have retro game machines like mm. consoles in the corner. You mm. can just play. Mm. And it kind of feels like these bars now are becoming like, a, have become a thing the last six months or a year. Yeah. Like I was just kind of in Australia and in Melbourne and there's a place there on a place called Smith Street uh, in the north of the city in a Collingwood called Pixel Alley. It's actually mm. very similar to Four Quarters, except mm. like um, you I go see in, pictures of it. Yeah, you kind of go in there, and it's got a lot of machines in the right, a lot of combo machines. Like there's a Street Fighter machine, there's all the Street Fighter Mall Combats, nice. okay, yeah. that kind of thing. But they also have an NBA Jam four player machine, mm. oh, like wow. the big heads and mm. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But then you can go upstairs, and there's like a proper bar, and they have a pool. They have like a pool table, and that's the thing. That's you know, this is the kind of I think that. The, the vision that Mark has for Heart of Gaming is to get like you know, if you have pool tables and things and make it a whole kind of rounded experience but he's working with you know it's, it's difficult conditions at the moment yeah. and trying to get that started so you know again you know, going back to the comparison with four quarters it's never going to quite be there yet but you know establish it yeah. show that people want it and, and then, that TV screen he's got, how big is that? 100, it's 100, it's 100 inches. inches. <laughs> wow. Now, I, we had a quick go at Mario Kart, didn't we? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like Mario Kart on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you can great. actually, you, can, you play full player on that, and like each player has their own telly, pretty much, within this telly. That's true. And that's mm-hmm. crazy. That's just crazy, crazy talk. There's some cool stuff set up. Set up. I mean, the, like the 10 player Mega Bomberman on the mm. Saturn. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Do you own that on the Saturn? No, that's actually quite pricey. Oh, is it? Because mm. that's that's the infamous Bombman game, isn't it? Arguably the best ever Bombman. Yeah, mm. best ever Bombman. Up to ten players. That's ten a, players. That's man. mad. What, how so, many games got up to ten players? Mm. Really? <laughs> I don't know any others. How many Sega taps do you need for that? <laughs> Two, three, three. You need three, wouldn't you? If they do four each, yeah, and they're plugged into one and two, then yeah, you would. Yeah. Oh my god! And, and Plus ten see- controllers. Plus nine friends. <laughs> <laughs> Games, Master, friends. <laughs> Games Master would have killed for a game like that when it was on TV. Yeah, they would. Yeah. yeah. That would have made for good I mean, they've got that hooked up to a projector, so it's on the wall. Because obviously, just mm. huddled around one tiny TV with 10 players, it'd be. Right. Mm, I'd be to cool. play Sega Rally on that projector, though, in our game, and that'd be pretty awesome. That would be pretty cool. Because we got to get more Saturn games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you remember back in the 90s in the Trocadero, they had like that yeah. massive Ridge Racer game where like basically you go on there was like a full-size sports car and the screen was just immense so everyone around there could see I it. I do remember and, that. Maybe. And think, I also want to spend £5 on one game. Yeah. £5. Yeah. It's, it's £5 well spent. It's worth it though. <laughs> it's it's the experience. experience. There you go. Yeah. It is, man. It's all about the experience. And, you know, I think but both of those venues have a good... Although we didn't get to try out the full quarters upstairs thing, it's that balance between console gaming and arcade okay, gaming. So, yeah. Because, you know, yeah, we want to go and rinse out these arcade machines that we didn't have enough money to play on back in the day. Well, you know, I used to play Daytona and things, maybe mm. put in 150p and I had a couple more and then that was about it. Mm. You know, I get got my monthly down to Heart of Gaming and I go there every lunchtime and play Daytona <laughs> and yeah. play about three, four times uninterrupted and go back to work, you know, that's... And the four quarters is quite good value, isn't it? Four quarters, you, good, yeah, you, know, you give a pound, and you, you get you, you get, get four, four quarters for a pound. So and that's it. What, and, all, and one credit is yeah. a quarter. Well, yeah, bad. they actually use a proper like old American quarters. Nice. So if you've got touch, if yeah. you've got any quarters mm. at home lying around, you can. <laughs> well, it's frowned upon, I suppose. <laughs> 
thing that struck me up about like four quarters is the game's there, but like obviously they also have tables. People are, like just hanging out. Mm. It feels like a proper bar. Like there's mm. a kind of a DJ. They serve food. Yeah. There's like kind mm. of loads of taps there at the end. I mean, yeah. No, like, the, the music would be right up your street, Keith. There's proper old school. Mm. Like all your favourite vinyls and stuff it's proper proper. they're playing video games they were, well, I think, were they? not all the time I think but they, yeah, yeah. they didn't kind of intersperse it with a bit of video games yeah. it seemed like really kind cool. of there's a whole movement of like kind of neo-electro kind of stuff where they like kind of sample a lot of 80s type music as well I'm quite heavily into that it kind stuff. of fits into I would like the music actually yeah what's that um, that kind of like thing where it's music, but also the video, like lots of kind of bright neon-y colours mm. going around. I know what you mean, but I don't know what's called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it slipped my mind. Okay. But yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but I guess the question is, you, Dylan, were saying you go there to Harder Gaming a lot at lunchtime, mm. but would you kind of go to somewhere like that in the evening to meet friends? Like, would that be a local? This is, I mean, at the moment, it's very sort of gaming, gamer-centric. It's not essentially a place where you just sit around and hang out because they've not got the facilities yet for that. No, I mean, they've got space to, you know, there's like areas for sitting, yeah. like not playing games, but like I said, there's not really anything else. No, if you get to those if you could get in there, and, yeah, yeah, it would if be you more. did have sort of closer, like, loos and things, then it'd be somewhere that you would hang out, hang out for, mm. I mean, the longest I can really hang out there is, is probably a couple of hours because then you'd need to kind of go and get food and drink and yeah. eat. Yeah, and, you know, well, I went with there for two hours with my kids, and they really enjoyed it. But I think two hours is a good time. Yes, it is, yeah. I yeah. think that's a fair amount of time in there. Whereas the four quarters, like, the four quarters, you could stay like four, five, six hours you because you've got food, food, food. banner, mm. and all those other things. Mm. So maybe what hard gaming should be in is, is in like a venue with that, where they've got a, it's like a, a pub type venue, it's, you know, <clears> building. With the amenities and things that you know they can do to support it, I think it does. I think it would work a bit better. But for me, like I think atmosphere-wise, four quarters was most the way there. But I'd like to see mm. them go full on, like um, I guess elect not electro punk type stuff. But like I like the darkness and like kind of the retro elements. But like I kind of like it to be more. It was like pretty dark in there. I mean, <clears throat> gamers like dark. You don't want to yeah. We do play like a thing about having um, the heart of gaming in the alders bit is because you've got that harsh Not lighting mine. I think if they can dim that down a bit as well I think that like you know we gamers we love dark but also I like, if you think sorry well Paul told you that for but like you know arcades usually were quite dark, dark. because yeah. then you, the the cabinets themselves and the screens and the colours really are popped. jumping out and that's what makes you want to play the game so mm. having it in such a bright space kind of takes yeah. away that I think, like, I'd really be interested to see one of these places turn into a full on, like, William Gibson, mid 90s cyberpunk film type place. <laughs> yeah. Where... That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. How about the arcade? Would, but he'd put off a certain type of punter. So. Well, it does anyway. It's I think that the, place is always going to. Yeah, but see, like, you know, the full quarters had quite a nice mix of people, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was very young, it, though. I think. Yeah, and it even had people that, like, you know, people hanging out the front that we weren't even bothered about the games at all. They just mm. wanted to go in there and have a drink and. No, so it just had like it had drinkers and it had gamers and you know people who like the music and had those guys on the dance floor were getting really into the music. They were, like, they were going at it there. Hmm. We're playing on the games here. Other people are chilling over there. It was a nice if you kind of too steampunk it, then you might. Oh no, it's not steampunk. Hmm? Like cyberpunk. Oh, cyberpunk. Sorry, not yeah. steampunk. Yeah, cyberpunk. Steampunk's the yeah, dreadful cyberpunk. thing where oh, uh, no, there's yeah. eye patches and no. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that steampunk Top place hats. in Brighton's quite interesting. 
Yeah, it's okay. Well, it's interesting. We like I it because like there's always empty seats. And tables. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, cyberpunk, even cyberpunk is going to push away. Maybe oh, no, it's, I don't mean like full on kind of um, tank girl or like uh, bar- barbed wire, but. Barbed wire, what a film that was. Just something like dark and kind of electro-y, I think. Yeah, dark Lots of light flashing lights. What you're aiming for. It's Do you dark. want it to be a full on. Because. Obviously, by having a license, then you've got the opportunity to be open late and have mm. different clientele. But it probably, you, like with Heart of Gaming, mm. the family aspect as well. Yeah, yeah, see, that actually has that the family, whereas, you know, you wouldn't take your family no, to, the, to a bar, the even if no. it was open during the day and mm. there's less people drinking. Hard gaming has that family element. Yeah. You guys can take your kids down there for a couple yeah, of hours. They can try games that they're like, yeah. what are these games? You know, <laughs> they can go in there, have a fun time with those. This is how they used to do in the old days. <laughs> you know, in olden days, you know. The old days. Yeah, you just have to actually pick things up and like, put, you know, press your fingers <laughs> and do things, you know. No swipes, no swipes here. Um, yeah. No swipes here. No swiping. <laughs> so yeah, well, I suppose it does. In the end, it all depends on what clientele you're going for I guess I think yeah they, they, they cater for different mm. for different people oh yeah the two places but they both have their place and I'm glad they're here and I think we need more of them yeah let's, let's get more yeah. you know you say that it's blowing up in Brighton right now with all the the, um, the consoles and in randomly appearing in pubs let's keep it going I think well, it's only a matter of time before they open up a full on like arcade gamey type place in Brighton what just that is like the full quarters yeah I think like there's someone enough... should do it. People would love it, don't they? People will do it eventually. It's just like it's like a matter of time. You already have like there's a dedicated kind of old get retro games like Brewdog. I think there like there's uh, one the other place we went to Sticky Mike's, but mm. I mean we're, that wasn't really that retro. No, they were playing stuff that was pretty new for us people were really... people were like bringing their own 200 pounds like joysticks that's the kind of thing oh, they have okay. in hard gaming so with that, that with like a street, street fire five yeah with mm. a street fire yeah. five tournaments they get serious on those but yeah. yeah for us that's not retro but for those kids it's retro yeah yeah they're playing stuff that's current gen and that what street fire five is about six years old street fire five is a year old oh, street five, oh sorry which one are you thinking the, of um not Street Fighter Five. Must be four then. Yeah, Street, Street Fighter 4. Four. Yeah, it came out in yeah. like two thousand. Sorry, Street Fighter Five was the when it came on PS Four. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, not that one. Look, um, <laughs> no, yeah, Street Fighter Four. So Street Fighter Four tournament. Those kind of nights are kind of a very dedicated, like a very specialist. I think gaming clientele so though. It's whereas, not a retro. It's not a retro game yeah. night. Whereas, it's, like, kind of the ordinary bars, like, kind of attract twenty something, like, kind of bar crowd. Are just into the? I think, like, the retro culture thing. Hmm. Yeah, and we can impart knowledge. We can go to these um, people and we say, oh, "No, this is you know, have a look at an Atari twenty six hundred. Have a look at this. This is retro." Shut <laughs> up, granddad. Yeah, I mean, like, don't be the old man of the gig who goes up to the kids <laughs> yeah. and says, "I want to be the old hey, man, man of the gig." <laughs> this, sound, this sounds like a band like called the Clash from when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at the uh, the Green Dragon uh, a few months back, and they've got a SNES now, actually. Oh, they've switched it. They, they had a Mega Drive, didn't they? They used to have a Mega Drive. Oh, it might actually, I'll tell you, it might be a Mega Drive actually, but they're playing oh. Street Fighter. Were you drinking? Yeah. Was that <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I, didn't, I couldn't get close enough. I was, I was mm. playing pool and I was like, I want to play some Street Fighter. I was mainly watching the screen, really, but it was properly hogged. People, you know, people who obviously got there before me were just playing Street Fighter throughout the night. Sticking on a big screen. 
Yeah, yeah. there's quite a big screen. Not not as big as uh, our game is going through. I think they've, they've changed the setup since I was uh, I was last in the Green Dragon. <laughs> they um they had it running on like a 16 inch telly the last time. So oh, like wow. a 16 te- inch telly up there. We just saw with Sonic on the Mega Drive. I was like, this is still cool. This is still cool. <laughs> this is still cool. Um, regarding four quarters though, I, even if they had Rise of the Robot arcade machines, I would have loved it that day. Do you say why? Because I was still in the FA Cup that day. I was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was buzzing. It could have been a terrible night. I would have still enjoyed it. But uh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. That, that's the game. So, no, I liked uh, four quarters actually. I thought it was a good atmosphere. The food was nice as well. Got a nice, a nice hot dog. Mm. The beers were good. And I just liked the atmosphere. My, my wife, Becca, she, she had a good time there as well. She was mainly she played the old game, but she was mainly sitting and having a good time. I like the atmosphere, so you could have an odd little game, have a chat. Hmm. I think it's you know they just, need to, they just need to fix the machines. Just get someone to fix the Most machines. Of them were fine. <laughs> yeah, sixty percent of them were working. Probably, <laughs> I think sixty. No, there's more than sixty. There's only about three or four that were like weren't kind of completely great. Just, just, just doing the calculation on the top of my head. So, <laughs> one, two, maths three. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about twelve. Maybe I'll, I'll give them seventy percent. There you go. We're still on seventy then. <laughs> I'm still annoyed about that metal slug thing. Anyway, but yeah. I managed to get to play. What a great I'd, I'd stick in a couple of quarters and kill, kill off the other guy. But it was fine. <laughs> yeah, and it was not. You know, it was good. Like you say, I think there's a place for it, but also at the same time. There's a place, I think, for going around your mate's house with some beers and, like, playing multiplayer. I mean, have you got there? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a, a retro gaming night for a while, but we used to enjoy it. We've those. been so busy with the podcast that when we get together, we don't have time to actually sit and play, play games. games. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we, we mustn't lose that, because otherwise we won't have stuff to talk action, about. Now, yeah. that my, now that my game collection has swelled, we can do, that, we can do lots more. Incidentally, that is a good point, and that's why these places are important, because for kids now, well, not just kids, for people now, mm. multiplayer gaming is just online. It's faceless. Mm. Yeah, you can, you know, wear the headset and get shouted at by some kid from halfway across the world. Thanks, mm. kid from halfway yeah. across the world. Um, <laughs> but nothing beats sitting down, playing multiplayer, playing a bit of Mario Kart, yeah. playing a bit of Bomberman, yeah. with mm. your mates in a room together. Yeah, know? I mean... Yeah. And these, but, and these yeah. places yeah. can bring that back. They can bring that back because kids... You know, kids... Okay, yeah, you know, if, if, if a kid's lonely, they could just go, on, go online and play... Uh, Counter Strike yeah, or whatever, yeah. and chat to some random people across the world. And okay, yeah, it's not, but they're not like their friends. Or and that's sometimes I build, they build friendships and stuff. But it's not the same as no. you know, getting around the snares or getting around a CRT with your with like three of your mates and you know, as Rob would do with uh, the N sixty four version, annihilate them. Destroy <laughs> them. You must destroy them. It's not enough just but to win the But race. even if you're not playing a multiplayer game, even if you're just taking turns, like being in a room together. Yeah. Because you can discuss the game. Yeah, right? and I think that's what Mark's trying to do with Heart Gaming. He wants to build yeah. like a, you know, wants to build like a community. It is nice just kind of sitting um, around and if you see someone playing the game, you're like, oh mate, yeah. Do you know what he has to do? He has to put together like a contest like in the the wizard. <laughs> oh yeah to have like a heart of gaming the champion of champions question yeah. though are you allowed to use a power glove would that be a frowned upon yes because you'd be putting yourself at a massive disadvantage <laughs> true hmm. it's still bad Croydon, Croydon is Reno this is a wizard Mark is the wizard as, uh, as long as no one accuses us of no young girls accuse us of like 
touch them in a public place. I was going to say the R word, but I didn't say it. But yeah, yeah as long as as long as yeah, as long as that doesn't happen, then we're going to have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, yeah, price. Mm, ah, my question to you, Rob, would be which pricing structure is? I don't. Even, you probably don't even know the hard gaming pricing structure. For a day, you pay ten quid unlimited. Right, happy hour. What was it? Three quid for two hours. Yeah, I got two two hours unlimited. Yeah, you got obviously with the four quarters, you get four plays for a pound. Which is the better pricing structure for you? I like the second one because you can time whatever you want to do. You don't feel under pressure to kind of play a lot in a short amount of time. You always have those. Like I came away, I didn't even like spend all my tokens. Mm. And like you know, you you're not really under any pressure to play. It's more relaxed. Whereas think any kind of timing related thing, you always feel like you have to rush. Yeah, but if you've got an all-day one, yeah, that's a bit different. If you just bumped in a tenner, then you literally don't even have to worry about spending any money. You're in there. If you see a game you want to play, you can play it. But I'm never going to play 40 games like in one of those places. Oh, you've done the math. But 40, done the math. Ah, but 40 plays. So say if you want to play properly through something like House of Dead and Time Crisis, yeah. I die about 10 times <laughs> through the first couple of levels. So what that, that's what I like about that way of doing it is you then get to see parts of these arcade games you would never see if you were actually yeah, paying. Never see these we, me and Keith completed a game. I can't, that's we completed game. Gunblade in about five minutes. Yeah, we probably died about four or five times each. Well, yeah. I think Gunblade is very long, but yeah, two yeah, levels. Yeah, it's hey, fun. We completed yeah. it. We completed it without even realizing. <laughs> he was ready to. Walk. I was like, hey, hey, we've done it. <laughs> the credits came on. I, I knew. I just wanted to make yeah. I'm doing. Okay, I think one last question to close it out what game would you like to see in the next arcade bar you go to which actual game Power Drift <laughs> Power Drift yeah. the actual sit-in arcade game I want to see more races so I want I want to see in Sega Rally or the, or the Afterburner one or the Afterburner the oh, like in T2 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I want or I want the 8 eight cab Daytona so I can take all you guys and whoop you at Daytona mm. sorry Keith <laughs> yeah, sorry. The other day I did round Keith into the wall on Daytona. You did, it was a phenomenal lap. Smashed I me into the wall. It was a last, I think it was the last corner. It was <laughs> oh. the last corner. And I saw you going around the outside. I was like, oh my God. Sorry, something's coming over me. <laughs> it was coming over me. Okay, sorry, Keith. If they had the A cab Daytona, there would have to be the bar. There'd be yeah. no space for anything yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if, if the barman were actually driving in there? Oh, wait, oh. pour the drip. <laughs> what I really want to see is Daytona 3. Ooh. Oh, Daytona 3. Now that it's out, I see it's popped up in a few other places down in Bournemouth. Then Bournemouth might be the nearest one. Let's go yeah. Bournemouth, Let's Daytona. Go Bournemouth. Bournemouth, Daytona. Bournemouth, Daytona. Yeah. Bournemouth, Daytona. <laughs> well, if I, I'm going to go a bit crazy now, but I've always had a little soft spot for Knights of the Round. I've always I love that game. I'm yeah. so glad you said that. I've never actually seen the arcade, though. Yeah, no, it's I just played it. It's I've only ever played the arcade. It's just, I really enjoy it. It's like Streets of Rage, but with obviously medieval style. Yeah, mm. and the further you get, you get armour upgrades. Mm. It's just one of those games, I think it's nostalgia, but I think it's, it's top quality, isn't it? Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that would be my choice. Why not? I would say The Simpsons, but actually, I'd love to play, I think, Lethal and Forces with the guns. Uh, the yeah, actual yeah. full arcade version. Nice, yeah, nice. I think you've just, we've, all t- we've touched on it there, I think they're the three main types of games in the arcade that mm. are the best fun. Mm. Racers, shooting like on games and like beat scrolling beat 'em up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Because yeah. you can obviously like Street Fighter too, those kind of games are fun, but if you're playing against someone who's really good, they can be not lose. much fun. And yeah. also if you're drinking, the three main things you want to do are get behind the wheel of a car, 
beat someone up and shoot at them. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All those happy fun things. <laughs> so to surmise, Rob, what would you say? What, what do you say we've learned today about conclusions? This type of yeah, we have to draw some conclusions. What would you say we've drawn about this type of establishment? Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Well, I'd say it's a step in the right direction. I think it's a fun place to go. It's maybe not somewhere I'd want to go every single week. But I think if you're kind of having, like, if you want to have a party somewhere, some event, it's the perfect place to go. I think really the summation is it's fun to drink outdoors, but also fun to drink at home. <laughs> for listening to today's podcast we really hope you enjoyed it if you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else you can tweet us at arcade attack uk at keith barlow 82 and at arcade underscore adriano we're also on facebook at facebook.com slash arcade attack uk please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness interviews reviews features top tens etc and you can also find all our previous podcasts there Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.